This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Welcome back to our chat with everyone's favorite, Catherine Edwards. This is the second part of our second chat with Catherine. At the end of this, you're going to get six solid hours with Catherine. So can you guys just be happy with me for a minute? We continue not just breaking down the reunion of Beverly Hills, which has come and gone, but the after effects, the aftermath of the sisters divided, Rina, and what do we want? What is going to happen? What is likely to happen next season? Let's look ahead. So listen, here she is again. I mean, I tried to tell her, you guys would listen to 26 hours of this if that's what we did. So continue, sit back. We're having more Catherine Edwards today. Is anyone going to argue with that fact? I don't think so. Enjoy. I don't know. What do you think? Was Is Dorit a loyal friend to, to Kyle where she tries to speak up and let them handle it? She might have some morals, Dorit. Yeah. I, I, I mean, honestly, I in the last two seasons, I've liked her more than before. And I didn't like the way she conducted herself in Aspen. And, you know trying to be a loyal friend to, to Erica, I thought was kind of a joke because as you can see, there's no loyalty there. Here, Dorit was the one that was there for Erica and Aspen when she was crying and having this meltdown. Where's the loyalty with Erica at BravoCon saying that Dorit and PK are gonna be the next couple? Is she loyal? Now, you know that certain, I'm not saying I don't think, but certain, you know, there's a theory going around that, Yes, she's loyal and she wants her on the show. And that was Erica's way of saving Dorit's job, that she, they're all in on it. I'm just saying, this is what's out there, that they're all in on it. And girl, you're so lucky Erica said this and now you're interesting and this and that. And that doesn't make you interesting because she gets up and says that that's the next thing. And she does like a ponytail twirl and looks like a freaking idiot saying it. No, sorry. I mean, what a sick 
job. You literally just have to show up and go to work and just be like, this is, it's Game of Thrones. Every single person that I'm filming with and the people over there standing with the cameras and the people with the clipboards, the production, everybody is out to destroy me. There's not one person here who's my true friend. That's sick. Totally. What was that one movie that Jennifer Lawrence did? The Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. It's it's the Hunger Games. Yeah. The Hunger Games. That's it. It's in, in in honestly the the people that conduct it are really just sitting there watching them eat each other and just destroy each other and and it's yeah. You know, I can't remember who it was and and I know it's been talked about a lot how you know, if people really look at, you know, this, this network and they look at what it does to women, the way women tear each other down and the way they, you know, are just so nasty to each other. It's, it's not a nice thing. It really isn't. No. And they really don't care. They just, Bravo does not care. Andy doesn't care. The producer, they don't care. They don't, I mean, like, if they did they would just be like man like it's one thing erica and rent but like when it's like a sisters and like we just opened wounds that took like you know 10 years of these two not speaking to to close a little bit and we just undid that in one year and like yeah we have to do our jobs but at least tonight and tomorrow night is i'm not going to sleep very well you would at least have a minute of like, what? Oh, we are disgusting. And then you would eventually get over and have to do your, but there's not, there's not a beat. They're they high-fiving. Let's, let's cheers. They don't care. Yeah. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. It's just the bottom line. They don't. Well, let's talk about our girl, Crystal, for a second. Let's. I like her. I, I know like she her. comes across as a, like a little bit of like, oversensitive and drama and you know like you don't get it and you don't see it my way and and I and I I think that what she's saying I don't feel like she's fishing and trying to you know inject herself into things I think she's truthful to what she's saying and I do think that is a little bit of a generational gap they and I think it would they if if they're going to bring someone on it's hard because she almost needs someone else that kind of has a little bit more of her language. She's 29. 39. No. Yeah, 39. I thought they said she was just turning 29, 30. 39. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Oh, that changes everything for me. But that's still young. No, 29. I'd be like, oh my God. I no, thought she said 39. this is my last year in my 20s. 30s. You're, are you, I, I swear. You know. Yes. Uh, but that's not she's, that young. No, I mean, she's still way younger no, than weird. all the others. really like did a number on me right now. I've been thinking that she's freaking 30. No, I mean, I'm going to look it up right now, but I'm sure. But I can tell you, I believe she, no, no, it, she's, I mean, she's 39, which is still young compared to 59. There's still 20 years. You know, Kyle's 53. Eric, you know, how, how old's Dorit? Definitely in her 40s. I think she's that's, like 46. No, I don't. You know what, then? She's not such a baby. I thought they were like, they were always making it out to be like, she's so much younger than us. She's showing up in the baby doll dresses. I was like, oh, she's really young. Dorit's 46. 
come on. Okay, that really threw me for a loop then it's because now I'm going to take some of that little, like what I just said, that she's a, a generate. She's not. She's, no, sorry. That's weird. Well, this is why, I mean, I like her. I almost feel like people are like, oh, she's going, she's boring. I still feel, mm. A, I think you almost need someone like Crystal with Erica and Rinon. You need some normalcy for lack of a better word and someone right. look i mean the like people don't realize this this happened in the oc we have these people like emily and gene i don't know if you are up on the oc like people say they're boring i don't think they're the most interesting but they kept them it's like if you don't really rock, some reason yeah like if you don't really rock the boat sometimes and there's no real reason to get rid of you you're not getting rid of i think crystal stays i do i think like you know like you don't Look, it's like we said before, they don't want the real alcoholic. They don't want the real dark stuff. They're thrilled if you're just like semi, you know, they want you to speak up. And look, Crystal can speak up when she has to. She was going head to head with the OG. Yeah. Yeah. You know, look, no, I, don't, I, mean, I don't want her to go. I don't want her to go. Honestly, at this stage of the game, the only one who I would really want to go would be Diana. Just because I don't. Yeah, I, I think that's, I think that's the only person who Michael, I do think they need to bring some new blood in. I do think they're going to choose Rena over Kathy if it comes to that. I mean, also, Kathy, I don't think it's the same salary as Rena. She's just a friend of, but she held out. The reason she's not there all season is because of money. She would not sign the contract. So when she signed it, I'm sure whatever she wanted, she didn't get, but she got a lot more than she should have as a friend of for the second season. She was like, wait, I'm Kathy Hilton. I, I know my net worth. Maybe she consulted with Paris. I don't know. Or her husband. Maybe she just, but she was like, wait, I am the breakout star. I am the, the darling of the show. Uh, she, she Weeks were going by. They were like, she still hasn't signed. And she played the game. That's how you get them. Now you but don't get was that. Saying, but wasn't it because she was doing um, Paris's show? I mean, that's what she was saying. But I mean, it was kind of a little bit. She was filming a, a wedding. But I mean, I don't know. You know how many shows like other people do at once? Like she could have done both. That was her thing to not in the media. But, you know, it was definitely money. She wasn't signing. And so. That's how it is. By now we're on episode five and we still don't have Kathy Hilton. That is how you get your thing signed. That's your bet. Now it doesn't work two seasons in a row. Once you screw over Bravo and get your money, you better enjoy it because the next time you're going to get like a dollar for a raise. I mean, that's just how it works. Now they're not going to play games. I don't think they're going to be like, here's your salary, whatever it is, take it or leave it. I think maybe a little bit. She negotiated really well. I don't know what that is. But she held out. And that's why we don't see her. Truly. It was truly like she wouldn't sign the contract. Who out there has holiday travel plans? Tis the season. I'm sure you guys are about to head home and see family. And listen, I'm going to be traveling and it's all okay because I have my relief band. Relief band is the number one FDA cleared anti-nausea wristband that's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers. Now I get all of those when I travel, motion sickness and anxiety and migraines and hangovers, but it doesn't matter because I have my relief band 
And it actually works. Forget the days of nausea pills that make you groggy and exhausted. Doesn't matter anymore. Relief Band is legitimately a band that you wear on your wrist and it gives you relief from all of the above mentioned. If you travel and don't have your relief band, you're making a big mistake. So if you want the band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. Go to reliefband.com and use promo code VELVET to get 20% off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30-day money-back guarantee. Head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code VELVET for 20% off plus free shipping. Has anyone else started their holiday shopping? Well, for me, it's really easy because everybody's getting a gift from lululemon.com. You guys are always asking me, what's my favorite brand? And it's very simple. It's lululemon.com. I wear lululemon to work out. Of course, you guys know that. But I wear lululemon for everything else. They have pants, jackets, shoes, shirts, sweaters, need I go on? My latest obsession is their commissioned long sleeve shirt. It's a button down shirt. And you know, a lot of button down shirts are starchy and uncomfortable. This shirt moves, it breathes, it fits so well, and it's so freaking comfortable. So for all the men, women, and children that I'm getting gifts for this season, that's right. It's all coming from lululemon.com. So set joy in motion with the best gifts for your list this holiday season at lululemon.com. And of course, while you're there shopping for others at lululemon.com, if you want to pick up something for yourself, a belt bag, a bag, backpack, hat, keychain, scarf, shh, I won't tell anyone. It'll just be our little secret. Lululemon.com. So they had to bring her back because her first year was like gold. Right. So whatever she, whatever she was given and she should have been the standard, she got way more. I don't think it's mil, you know, I think, but whatever it should have been, it was like up there. So that's. How, how could she come? This is my question for you. And I'm not, I, I don't know. How would it be, even if like they took a break, like Rena said that Beverly Hills needs to take a break and like, they, they really need to let sleeping dogs lie for a little bit. Right. But clearly this was real. This, this season, I mean, what we saw last season with Erica's legal stuff is real. What we saw this season with Erica's legal stuff, with Kathy and Kyle's relationship, with, I mean, all the cease and desist letters going back and forth with Brenna and da da, da that's, that's real, people. And that, the bots and Diana, that's all real. Right. That's real. That's real. You know, some of the other stuff that they conjured up, you know, and, and really made a bigger deal when it really wasn't. That is where I can say like the show kind of colored it, the show lent a little bit more, you know, put a little bit more, you know, gas on the fire, but where do they come back from this? How does it work at this stage of the game when for sure Garcelle does not like Rena or Erica? That's real. Neither does Sutton. That's real. Sutton, I think, will play, though. Garcelle is one that she can, she'll go on there and she'll have, like, surface conversations, but I don't see her really opening up the door to Rena or to Erica. She, I think, she, I'm, I'm more of, like, Garcelle's type. When I'm, like, done and, like, I see who, you for who you are, I can make nice and, you know, have small talk and be polite, but we're never 
going to be friends and I'm never going to fake it like I'm your friend again. Um, I agree with all that. And Andy loves Garcelle. When we talk about who he loves, she's on that list. Loves. So. Should be. She should be. She's great. I mean, listen, Renna should be too. She's delivered so much to that, that franchise. And so is Erica. Whether you like them or hate them, they just have. They've given a lot. But how, when you've got this whole section that's like goody two-shoes and wonderful and, you know, and good people, and then you have the villains and the, the disdain for each other is real, how do they ever come together? That's why... I don't know when you say like, it's not the cast isn't going to change how much time has to go by before they like reintroduce them to each other again. Well, that's the thing where it's so stupid because like, if you were like a Rina or an Erica, when you look at your million dollars, you should say, this is the best thing for the show to have a Kathy Hilton on. This elevates all of us. You know what I mean? Like love her, hate her this is a good thing for us, for our future, for our, that's what I don't understand. So I don't know. I mean, do we need a lot of time or are they just able to like understand it's a new season? Look, I also think producers get involved and they'll say to like, I still think Erica said after last season, come on guys, come on, like, come on four part reunion. Like, you gotta, you gotta give me a break. And I think they're like, okay, yeah, you know, you're going to have your, a better season and we're going to touch upon this. I think they'll say to like a Rita and a, and a Erica. I mean, I know for a fact, they've said this to housewives like in New Jersey and New York where it's like, you know, this season we're not doing this. So just. Oh yeah. They, they do that. I mean, I remember when they like really badly edited the dinner scene at, um, Tom and Erica's house and the the show the, the guy called me and said have a glass of wine when you watch it and just trust us everyone's gonna like you by the end of the season and I was like huh <laughs> I was like okay I didn't even know what that meant and then mm-hmm. and then I saw it because the way they edited it they made it out to be like it was like I was crazy when the whole time I'm like you know, saying this is between you two. They they cut everything out, change the whole story of it. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah, so, true. What I don't understand though is now, like, there's so there's been so much, and I know it just ended, but like, there's so much social media. Erica's still posting. I'm never gonna lie. I'll always tell you guys the truth. Rina's posting. Hey. Let me make a statement. Rena just posted, I want to make a statement. I will always be with the LGBTQIA community. She's posting about how she's so in the community. That's obviously a dig at Kathy. She's posting, guys, I'm, oh, did you see that other one? I'm just doing my job. I will always, so, I mean, that's, that's where to me, sign me up because I know how to play the game. It's now over. Like the, 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 it's, it's over. The check has cleared. You get a bonus for the reunion. That check has cleared. It's your, there's no more money. It's over. So now post about your daughter's modeling, you know, do dance around, do whatever. Erica could go pat the puss. Why are you posting? The season is over. And I don't think Kyle does. I think Kyle did that last post 
to be like, thank you. It's still it's just a TV show, which that's, we could analyze. But I think the normal people post it and say, thank you for watching and what a season and oh, I need a recovery. And then they move on. Like to me, it's weird that like an Erica and a Rinna are still posting. Kathy, a little bit too. Like you gotta just, well, the part three just aired, and so they're reading yeah. everyone. They're 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 trolling the comments too, and reading it, and probably getting you I know wouldn't care. little miffed again. You what? Well, uh, I don't know. I say that. What did you say? I said like I don't know if I would care. I would just be like, oh, oh, oh. like the money is cleared. Like I would want my job. Don't get me wrong. That I would care about. So if I thought there was some jockeying or positioning I could do on social media and producers were watching me and, 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 and that might help me whether I'm going to be, I'm on the board of like, yes or no, but I don't really know. In to be honest with you, I think if you're, it's going to help her in his case to not be posting about this, to be posting about how, oh, I, I'm, I'm in a car and I'm having a burger and fries with Harry, like post about sh- calm shit. Well, truly, because I have to, I remember when um, we did, when I did my season and at the end with the whole Munchausen thing and how Renna was trying to take Erica down. I mean, not Erica, LVP. Renna was trying to take LVP down. And I remember LVP said to me that she got a call from the show from someone at Evolution and they got a call from Renna and from QVC saying that her sales were being affected at QVC and could could LVP say something nice to help her out. So like, just like take some of the heat off of her. And LVP was like, hell no, am I doing that? So, you know, if you think that sales whether you're selling freaking lipstick diapers wigs whatever it is if the majority of the people hate you if you think they're still buying your shit no it, it, it will be affected so if they're trying i agree with you they should just shut up about it knowing that you know the temperature in the water for them is not good yeah maybe Renan needs to post some dancing videos well, she's still doing those, but yeah, like I oh. will just start posting, but in between all of that, she's posting about this and she just, look, you're not just randomly waking up on, you know, a Wednesday and saying, I'm going to post about how great the LGBTQ, the LGBTQIA community is. You're doing this as a, like, and she's still saying like, you know, guys, it was just my job. And I would just right. post about a hamburger and then Harry driving slow and then shopping at the mall and how crowded it is post about Monday. So people, <laughs> so the people that are watching are like, man, it was all just an act. She's cool. She's, she's, she's not, she's not. Losing no, it. I don't, I don't think that people, I don't think the viewers are that easily fooled. And I don't think that they would at this stage of the game say, Oh, she's just doing her job. And, She's just trying to make a great show. Because if if that's the case, then she, st- she still looks like a mean girl. Because you saw Kyle crying on the sofa. You saw Kathy saying, Kyle, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. You see the turmoil with those sisters. And you know, you caused it. And Garcelle, thankfully, pointed out, if they want to let it go, why can't you let it go? You're not going to get cancer and die from not sharing what you're not sharing. Everyone who listens to this podcast always tells me I have attitude, but now 
I also have attitude. That's right. Literally attitude. You know, attitude as in the sheets that are eco-friendly. They're made from a hundred percent bamboo. Everyone who knows me knows that I have a hard time sleeping. I want sheets that are comfortable. I want sheets that are affordable. I don't want to break the bank. And look, it's also, you want to do something good for the environment, right? Attitude sheets are made without toxic chemicals, which means they use 99% less water than cotton. Now you're probably saying to yourself, you want sheets that are comfortable. Oh my God. These are as comfortable as silk sheets. I'm one of those people that always wanted silk sheets. But listen, have you ever looked at the cost of silk sheets? I found that I sleep better at night. And listen, if you think I can do this podcast five days a week without a good night's sleep, this requires a lot of energy. It's not all coffee, guys. So listen, right now you can get 20% off your order plus free shipping when you visit attitude.com slash velvet rope and enter promo code velvet rope. Remember, that's attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E. Order today for free shipping and 20% off your entire order at attitude.com slash velvet rope and enter promo code velvet rope and you will start sleeping better today. Yes. And even Dorit <laughs> leaned over, you know, where they had to do like the subtitled words where, because yeah. it was, and she's yeah. like, it's you said your piece, like, fine, whatever you think, whatever you now said it, it's, you're not going to get the cancer. It's out. You spit it out. And she's like, you, you got it for this. That that's your friend. You got to move on. It's like, yeah. What was I going to say? I was going to say something that was interesting about, oh, so you think to your point about the viewer. So you think let's, fl- let's flash forward. Rina's back. Erica's back. Everyone's back. Even Kathy's back. You think next season, they try to do with Rinna what they try to do with Erica this season. They give her a Mother Teresa edit. She is helping out to read and loving. We have a whole, it's like we never saw, they say to her, come here, hey, before we, we, we sit, because you know, you just don't get your contract. Rinna would get a call. You get a call if you're like one of the inner people, you get a call like, hey, guess what? We're actually not sending you a contract. Normally, you just don't get it if you're not coming back. But let's say Rinna's back. The producers say to her, listen, your directive, you are being saved. You will not be saved if you don't behave yourself. So she gets it. She wants her million. And Rinnick, and they give her a great edit, a great edit. And she is Mother Teresa. You don't think the audience will forget this because that's what you're saying. Then you know what it's going to be? That and I'm okay boring, if you're saying that. that. She, I, 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 if they did that, the, if if they did that, I, this is this is the... the, the the bad thing with Rena, I don't know what her personality is on the show if she's not the villain. Nobody really likes her or notices her when she's not. When she after was it the, after the Munchausen thing in the next season she came back with the she kept everything inside. She didn't overshare. She kind of took the back seat, and everyone was like, didn't even know she was there. She brought nothing to the table at all. If she's not causing trouble and stirring the pot and being, you know, Rena, what is she? Who is she? Erica, she is very true to herself, very true to that. I believe who she puts on television is who she is. That is who she is. No two ways about it. Rena, I think, does things for the show, I I don't know now. I mean, I used to always say that this is who she is in her private life. I always said that. 
this is, she does this for the show. Cause even when I was there, and this is however many years ago now, when we would talk on our private time and talk about different things, she's like a very, I mean, which is really interesting now. She was always very like kind of Zen, believed in karma, good energy, good vibrations, all that stuff. I don't see that girl anymore. <laughs> I mean, if that, if you, she does believe in all that stuff, then she's got to think that she's got some nasty ass karma coming back at her. Cause you don't get to like, no. And again, I, I, I said this on the last time we talked, I don't, I don't wish that on anybody. I really don't. But I can't, I cannot, you know, slice it up and serve it up any other way than what it is. And everyone saw it. We all saw it. I mean, she is very far in. And you don't think, you think if she's going around and blowing air kiss and being so sweet, you think people are going to be like, oh, please, there's, there's evil in there and it's coming out soon. It's, it's going to be one season of her blowing air kisses and being sweet and boring. And then the next season, she's coming back the way she always was. If, if that's the case, yeah. I don't even, you know, I mean, I can't remember how she, because your, your season, season six, was her and Erica's first season. No, not, that was Rena's second. Yeah, sorry. Erica's, Erica's second. Yeah, Erica's first, Rena's second. Right. I can't remember how Rena was season five and six. Season six, I don't Munchausen. remember season five, but season six, she was Munchausen. And then, and then when we were in Dubai, she was trying, then she had, her and Eileen were going after LVP to say that it was all LVP's fault for the Munchausen thing. And that she, that she baited Rena into saying this and that Rena was used by LVP. That was, that's how she turned that around. Remember? So I guess the first, so that season she was already misbehaving. So that first season, I don't remember her then from her first season. I and, don't. And wait, and you know what, ironically, that season, because Kyle and, and LVP had had some issues and I don't know what it was about, but they were back together, right? And everyone wanted those two to be back together. And they were back together that season. And I remember when we were sitting, <laughs> it was my birthday and we were on the boat in, in the harbor in Dubai and they brought up this whole thing of whether um, LVP was, when she said, you're not gonna bring Kyle into this. And then she said, no, I said, you're not gonna bring Kyle into this. Like the, the, the meaning of how she said it, meaning like, you know, you're, you're not gonna bring Kyle into this, are you? Like, yes, of course you are, but, or was it, you're not going to bring Kyle into this, meaning you wouldn't do that, right? So this was like the catch, right? And I remember <laughs> I was so dead at this stage of the game. I mean, I didn't have like my stamina for the show. I, I was just like, what the hell? And I remember them literally like passing me like monster in like caffeine drinks, like drink this. Cause I was almost really, I could have fallen asleep at the table and I wanted the night to be over. And I remember as we're sitting there and, and there, Eileen and Rena are going after LVP and I'm mouthing to Kyle across the table, say something because Kyle believed 
Rena's version, Kyle believed that LVP was trying to throw her under the bus, right? And I said to Kyle, like, I'm like mouthing to her, say something. And Kyle's like, no, no. And I, I don't know if they, sh I don't think they showed this. And I was like, why would you not, if you, if you believe it. And then remember, remember Kyle said, you know, we all kind of left him at the table and said, you, th you throw me down the stairs. And I'm like the battered housewife that has to get up and say that, you know, you know, it's, it's not from you. Like, I can't remember what the analogy was. It was great though. In the moment, what Kyle said, like, basically like, you know, you're, you're beating me up and then you want me to have your back. And it was honestly a little bit of that this season, like where Kyle sat there to keep the peace with Kathy after she's been beat up and, and whether we saw that with Kathy or not, that's what she honestly, I felt the same exact thing when I watched Kyle sitting there. I'm like, this is like season six where she's just taking it, not saying anything because she wants to keep the peace, but she'd be so much better off eloquently making her point of how she doesn't want to be someone's punching bag and, and be done with it. But look, Kyle is a master at the game. She's in that yeah. category of, you know, she just, she knows what she's doing. I mean, which doesn't ingratiate her to audiences either anymore. And Kyle has fallen out. I don't, you know what? I mean, she's not, people don't hate her. Look, it's, I don't think, you know what it is for me? I mean, mm -hmm. look, I don't really know if she had, okay, she says- they, okay. they don't like her because of LVP because they feel like she did LVP in with the with the- the dog, right? Do you guys ever stop to ponder one of life's most important questions? Why are bald men so hot? Stanley Tucci, Tyson Beckford, Vin Diesel, Tay Diggs? Well, another question you should ponder is why have bald men been left with subpar options when it comes to shaving their heads? Well, that is until now. I got to tell you about Freebird. Freebird has made it easy and accessible for bald men to shave their head. No more overpriced shavers that barely work. No more expensive lotions and creams and gels. Freebird has come up with a flex series electric shaver that has five rotary blades that individually flex for a closer shave. Compared to an old school razor, the flex series shaves 50% more hair in a single stroke for men and women. Tis the season and we're in the holidays. So what better to get all your bald friends or get one for yourself? And Freebird is giving our listeners an exclusive discount. Visit myfreebird.com slash velvet for 20% off. That's right. Myfreebird.com slash velvet for 20% off today. Using Talkspace to me makes me feel like I have a mental health professional with me at all times. And I freaking love that. Talkspace offers both therapy and psychiatry and being able to reach out to my provider at any time, anywhere, makes taking care of my mental health super easy. You guys know I'm never in one place for very long and I'm so relaxed when I'm traveling and I'm away and knowing that I need to talk with my therapist, all I have to do is send a message from wherever I am. Look, therapy isn't easy, right? And dealing with mental health head on, it's a challenge at times, but connecting with my therapist isn't and shouldn't be. You can sign up online for Talkspace and you get a personalized match with, with a provider that's right for you, typically in no more than 48 hours. How great is that? And they have thousands 
thousands of licensed therapists with over 40 years experience in all specialties, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, and so on. Relationship issues. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash velvet. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash velvet to get $100 off your first month. That's Talkspace.com slash velvet. Yeah. And yes. Yes. And yes. That's why. She's just like, well, and I don't think Kathy, this whole thing with Kathy has ingratiated her to anyone. I think a lot of people are, look, a lot of people are team Kyle and they're like the way Kathy said now, Kyle, you know, that she's, and a lot of people think that, that Kyle was crying profusely because she was scared for her life. That's what people, some people think like that she was like. Uh, the ramifications of Kathy are going to be huge. But my whole thing is, listen, you had this already. You know, people say Kyle is like invested and she gets points on the show. That's what some people have said. What um, kind of point? Uh, like she's like a producer of some sort. I don't think that's true. I don't know. But, you know, look, you brought, you started the show with your sister, Kim, and that didn't exactly help your relationship. And... <laughs> So I understand we had COVID. I mean, Kathy came on the show, she says, because she was bored in life. She, instead of going to Capri and the South of France for that summer, she couldn't travel. And she said, sure, why not? And that has led to the world loving her. And here we are. But my whole thing is like, I don't know if Kyle could have stopped her, but I go back to what, you know, she said, oh, this would be great. I'll get to spend time with Kathy. And, you know, they were finally back together. In what world, Kyle? Did, how is this? Like, didn't you, didn't you foresee this? This happened already with Kim. Like, how did you think this was going to be good for your relationship with your sister where you just patched it up? This is real world. Well, how did this happen? How did she come well, on your show? I don't, I don't think that Kyle, I remember thinking when I was watching part three, I don't think that Kyle knew that Erica and Rena were gunning for Kathy like they were. I think Kyle was busy hosting in Aspen. She had the Kimosabi visit. She didn't, I, she doesn't know what's going on. You know what? Did Kyle hear? Well, she she said she did hear Rena order the 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 other tequila. But you know, it, again, in that instance, Kathy's a grown woman that can fight for herself. You know what I mean? If it's not Kyle's job to say you know, Rena, don't, you know, don't order that tequila. I, I mean, come on, come on, let by, them do that out. And by the way, like these, I don't put anything past these listeners of behind the velvet rope. Someone sent me a DM that like, and no, I am not going back to watch to see this because I'm way too busy. But someone said, did you see that, David? The the bottle of tequila was empty and there was nothing in it. And the, the bartender poured a fake drink and Ritter pretended to drink it. And that, that, they're saying that that is not producers, that that's Rinna. She she tried to set up Kathy. It was all a plan. She snuck like the bottle of 818. She brought in herself and put it on the thing and said, Hey, just pour this when I ask you. That's what, that's what one of these lovely behind the velvet rope listeners. I'm sorry. I don't remember who. Cause I would give you and honestly, I, honestly, I could see that. I could see it. I, 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 that I would say, yeah, possible. I would say 50, 50. I don't know, but it, it's not, it's not Kyle's job to completely caretake 
Kathy. And if Kathy is who everyone says she is, she should be able to handle herself. And I think she can. And I do, I do think, I do think that Kyle, when the shit had already hit the fan, I do think that Kyle should have stood up for Kathy. But I do think in the same sense, when, when Kyle said that Kathy came with her teeth, you know, gritting at the club, like we're out of here, whatever. If that were me and my older sister that did that to me as a grown woman, I'd be like, the hell we are. I'm, you know, don't, don't talk to me like that. So I get it. There's all of these things, but I, I'm this, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel like Kyle has to be, you know, vilified for any of this. You know what I mean? I don't like that she didn't stand up for her sister when they were sitting on the sofa for the reunion. She should have done that. Even if it was, even if Kathy was wrong, if Kathy was dead wrong and Rena freaking played it on her phone, Kathy's saying all this shit. If I were Kyle, I would have said, well, she was probably tired. She probably had too much to drink. She was stressed. I would still have her back, even if all that came out. But they don't have that relationship. I agree with all of that. Like, and I'm not vilifying Kyle at all. I do agree. Like, look, here's an example. Like I have, you know, say friends, like you like, you have your inner circle of friends. Sometimes you're just like the other night I was out with these friends, whatever. And I was like, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't like loving them. I was like, you know, I have got so much work to do. Like, why did it look, I was mad at nobody but myself. I'm like, why did I agree to this? This is like, not uh, this, whatever. But then like someone else, you know, like there's a scuffle over a table and then you jump to this inner circle's defense and you're like, fuck off. Cause that's how we do it in New York, Catherine. So then I jump up and I'm like, Bye, fuck you. Too. Don't you speak to my friend like this? So it's the same thing. Like you're saying, I agree. Like whatever it is wrong or right, you might be pissed at your family when, when it's on a public forum, you just stick up for this. So I'm not saying I'm not vilifying Kyle. It's just to me, I agree especially especially when these things true or not are so egregious it's like we're claiming racism and homophobia there's a lot of things this is the time and you deal with whether it's true or not when you get home and shut behind closed doors but these are really really (laughs) crazy allegations that are so detrimental to someone's reputation and character you got it. That to me is you speak up and you you shut this shit down and you put these two Tweedledee and Tweedledum in their place. And then you go home and you analyze, well, why did you say you hate me and this? And why are you using these words? Oh, you didn't use work all, figure out what's true and not true tomorrow, right? Exactly. Exactly. But you show a unified front when it's your, that to me was shocking. And who and, knows? And you, and you have to assume this is not the first time that Kyle has heard that Kathy wants to take her down. I'm sure when they opened up the agency, Kathy was probably trying. I mean, I think I heard that she was trying to make sure that didn't go. Yeah, I, I don't. I, think, I, I think there might have been. Was there lawsuits or whatever? I think. I think I so. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think, so. think so. I think I heard that. That was a long time ago, and and they got over it. They got past it. So you can't say like, oh, this is such shocking behavior. I've never heard this. I'm. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't have ever expected that my sister could say those things. I think, you know, I think, you know, that's in her arsenal. And, and so you deal with it 
behind closed, but Renna made sure that they, that she, I mean, she knew, she knew. And that, that again, to me, I, I really put that in the same kind of category as what she did to Denise Richards. It's like, you know, the Yolanda thing with the Munchausen, you know, she knew, she knew that everyone, everyone in that community knew that Yolanda could, you know, have little bouts and she's talked about it of like, you know, being depressed or whatever it was. When you're really messing with real life issues, whether it's, you know, mental health, addiction, you know, sibling, sibling rivalry and like families coming apart. And infidelity in Denise's case, which- Exactly, ruining a marriage. Yes. It's the way she does it. Like when she sat there with Denise and she's like, oh, you're so angry. angry. Like she, she does it in such, and that's when Denise, like the light went on and she was like, oh, I get it. Like this, this is, is all, who you are. This is who you are. Like Denise couldn't believe it. She, Denise couldn't, couldn't continue because she was like, I have to like break the fourth wall. Like we kind of agreed this wouldn't be. It was so layered that Denise couldn't even say anything because she's like, anything I say is not going to be used on the show because it's like real life. It's almost like they talked about it and agreed it wouldn't come up on the show. And here Rena was doing exactly like I'm ambushing you in front of the cameras. It's the same thing with Kathy when she was like, you know, like it was just so the way she did it was so smug and so like, like I got really, you I got yeah you. like yeah. when Kathy was like you know you ran LV she was like oh I ran LVP off the show and Erica laughs like it's so like you know it, it's it's just, it's a smugness when in again these are like really serious things like that's my thing of like right if Kathy, which I agree, I don't think any of this was said, but if, let's just say all of this was said, she used all these bad words. I mean, I know your point is they're not really friends, but it's still just a life human being. You would pull Kyle, Kathy aside, because I know for a fact in New York and New Jersey, things have happened and they're like, well, this ain't going to be on the show. Now, has these things come out on the show years later? Sure. Like I told you, like the Bill Aiden affair. And there's some other things where it's like, but they would say like, we're not, we can't bring this up. Like if Rina, this is your friend, or even just from a human like production of this, of like, this is so dark, this can't be part of the story. Right. I mean, that's what you do if you're making a show, like just to your point about the Garcelle stuff and the bots. And if it is NBC and and you just these things, I mean, I hate to break it to the people listening. Like there is this is how things are hidden every day. It's just this is how it when it's so real, that's when it's hidden. So you would think Rena would say, like, Kyle, I just want to let you know. And of course, we would never do this to your sister on a national platform, right? It's so evil. So evil. That's how, I mean, and that, it, it, that for me is sad. And that for me makes it difficult to watch and where I really say to myself, geez, I'm, I'm right now I'm learning two new languages. And I think I, I, I that's an hour that I could have spent learning something. 
And, and, and I don't walk away from it. I walk away from it sad. Like I walk away thinking this is so freaking sad that this is what's on TV. And, and what you said, was it, oh, the, the guy from um, Sex in the City that you had on that said he blames uh, Housewives and what, what was the other show? Mario Canto from Six and the Oh, yeah, in uh, Kardashians. Kardashians. On the fall of television. <sighs> All I did was ask him, I said, you know, are you a Housewives fan? And do, do you watch, like, are you a reality TV fan, Housewives? My question was very innocent. You could have said, you could have said, no, I just don't have, just what you said, I don't have the time for that. His question could have answered anyway. Instead, he, out of nowhere, he's like, no, and I actually think it's what room TV. And he kept going. And I was like, okay. I know other people, I know other people that are real actors and real producers and movie makers that feel the same way about it. And I don't know. I mean, listen, it's... It, you're giving the people clearly what they want. And everyone has a choice of turning on the television and watching this stuff or not, you know? And here I am, I mean, I watched it, even though I can say like, oh, I'm learning two languages right now. I still chose to turn it on. And I'm sitting here right now, you know, shooting the shit with you over it. Because for me, it's more of, I think, a pop culture thing where I kind of, I, I do find it really intriguing. And, and there's a part where I always, I, I always say, I think I'm a very, very good judge of character. Like, I feel like I can read someone Me too. almost before they say a word. And Me too, 100%. And, it, and it, I, I just feel like I have that sixth sense about someone. And even when I can say like, God, I, I was wrong about them. And then down the road, oh, no, I wasn't actually wrong. I was right. I don't know why I second guess myself, but I think that there's a part of like the psychoanalyst where you watch the show and you think you figured someone out and then they do something. But the hard part is, is you just wonder what they're doing for the, for television and, and who they are in their real life. And maybe that's why I watch Beverly Hills differently because I, I know a good amount of them privately and then I see what's on TV and I can very clearly see what's for the show and what's real and and then when they do some shit that's so out of left field i.e. Rena where I'm like wow she's really freaking lost herself she's gone that's that's the part where I'm like that's what intrigues me and probably has me watching is really I think it's the train wreck to see the train wreck I agree with all of that. Like, I think for all my faults in life, I have a sixth sense. Maybe that's why I'm good at this job. Like, I can just tell, I can tell. It's just, a, I've always had this skill. It's yep. nothing to do with being a lawyer or running HR departments or having a business I sold or all my life. I have always had this. I mean, I can go down the list of my flaws. This is not one of them. I got it and I feel I'm a good judge of character and I can tell when someone is pure and it's their intentions and when someone says something and you're like I will accept that but I know in my heart you are a fame whore it's this is all bull like you know when someone's bullshitting you that's it's just it's it's not everyone has that skill and I have it too a hundred percent so it's like yeah I don't know what my point was with that so my point is just yeah 
I guess, I don't know. I had another point with that of like, for me, it's like, I know like the Miami girls in New York. And so same thing when things happen, I could say like, mm-hmm, that's real. Or that's like, uh, that's a setup or you're just doing that for the TV. But, stretch, right. Right. But yeah, I guess it's like, and well, my thing is nobody, like, I don't believe in a victim. Like everybody does what they want to do in this world. That I believe that. So when you're acting away, that's fine. Just own it. Like you want this to happen. Like you want this. So just admit this is who you are. You know what I mean? And so I think with Rinna, and I know it's edited. I just, I think this might, I mean, I know you had these lovely conversations with her and I'm not even coming for her. I'm just saying you've had these conversations off camera in season six I don't know. I think, you know, the hustler that has always wants to hustle. And I mean, I just had someone on my, on my podcast from dancing with the stars and she knows Lisa Reddit. And she's like, she was saying positive things. Like she's taught me, like, you, know, you always say yes to a job. And if something doesn't go right, you know, you just like the job you say yes to may not be the job you want, but it will lead. Like, if you think about it, Rinna has been a hustler forever. It's yeah. just you, this is it. This is it. Melrose Place was a mild hit. You did your daytime TV. You have, this is it. This is like she finally, like it could have been any vehicle, but the fact that this is the one, millions and millions, she is just in. And I I think this is- Maybe it's because it's, it's true to who she really is though. Maybe and she's so good at I mean, it because that's who she is. I, that's what I mean. I think, I think so. I think yeah. so. I just think it comes naturally. Like, I, don't I, think- I mean, that's sad. That's that, that. I think that's how we started this whole topic because that's sad. It's sad when you like have that realization that, you know, someone knows what they're doing, knows it's a sad situation and still chooses to hurt someone. That's sad. It is, but there are people like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't want him in my life personally. I don't want to be around that. No. And look, that saying hurt people, hurt people, you know, you look at like her sister, you know, she lost her sister. So like, look, I don't think that if you're hurt. Five. She was five when her sister died. Okay. I'm not, I'm, I'm giving no excuses. I think she's hungry. I think she just I think she's, you know, wants to be famous. And I think she just doesn't. Yeah, I don't think she just she's maybe missing a sensitivity chip. How much more? I mean, you're infamous now. I mean, there are like variety. I see like there are like major publications that I've seen. I don't mean like. The, you know, this happened this week in all the tabloid, but I mean like major, I think it was like variety or vanity. I think it was right. Did like an actual like case article on Rena recently of like what's going How on. How was it? Was it good or bad? I, I it. it was more towards the bad side, but it wasn't really scathing. It was just like, what's going on. I mean, she is the one everyone's talking about. Like, how much more famous you're famous you did it like you don't need to do anything else now I mean I think but you know what's really funny I feel like the 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 level of fame yes it's famous okay but you're getting famous from something that the majority of people 
even if they watch it and they say, I'm a housewife fan, I admit it, you know, I know it's a guilty pleasure, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't feel like most people turn on housewives and think like, you know, I'm, I'm watching a good piece of television here. Like I'm, you know, this is, this is, I don't know. This is like the gong show of the seventies or love American style. I mean, I, I, you know, actually no love American style is good. I don't know. I got, I don't know what show this you could, I don't know what else there is where you'd say in real life, this is about people taking each other down and making someone so miserable that, you know, and you're crying. Right. And you can't compare that. I mean, I know my wonderful guest Mario Cantone did, but you can't compare that to the I control. I mean, there's no mystery in the Kardashians, Kim, Chloe, Chris, when that airs, they know every word that's going to come out of, I mean, it is like, imagine the producer emails between Chris and I mean, there's no Kardashians is not dark and dirty. It's edited. It's, we love it. It's like the, I mean, they're the most famous family in the world. Literally. Because, because then that works because they're a family because blood is thicker than water because in the end, and they've, they've gone through adversity. I mean, my God, you know, Robert Kardashian, you know, all of that stuff, Bruce Jenner, you know, Caitlyn Jenner, you know, they've gone through some big freaking shit. They and stick together. it makes you tighter. You stick together. You know what I mean? And that's another family that, that are survivors. I mean, back in the days of Billy Blanks, when we'd all be doing Billy Blanks together. And I remember going in there and I had a Frank Mueller watch on and Chris said to me, Chris Jenner said to me like, Oh, I love that watch. I'm, I want one so bad. And I'm like, I, I was so young. I'm like, well, you should get one. And she was just like, I can't right now. And they had moved from, wherever they were living in the city out to, you know, Calabasas when no one was living in Calabasas. It was just kind of empty, hotter than hell in the summertime. You didn't live in Calabasas. And, you know, she was managing Bruce, trying to get him signing gigs. We would, Donnie and I would see him down at Disney World for the ESPN Disney weekend where all these athletes would come and Bruce was like, you know, the, the Olympian and, you know, we'd hang out and they were like just getting by taking free Disney trips. And that family stuck together through all of it. And that's why, because it's a family, you go on a show where you're not really even friends, where you, because real friends, if, if one of my real friends were on that show and I knew some dirt, do you think I'm going to say that about him if it's a real friend? No. They can't have real friendship on the show. It doesn't work. Right. And I can guarantee you if Chloe was sitting there and someone was, you know, accusing her of these things and Kim Kardashian was sitting next to her, there would be blood. There would actually be blood on the carpet. They stick, you know, that's a sister. And, and, you know, I think one of the reasons why I love New York so much is that they could go at each other and they could fight, but it wasn't in such a cutthroat way from the past seasons. Even when Bethany would have like, her tongue was like a sword. I mean, she was so, the way she cut him, it was like, oof. But they rolled with it. They let it roll off their back. And, you know, it, it, it was kind of, it was, it, it was funny and, and they got over it quickly. 
That's what made New York so great. And then Jersey came and it, it was the families. It was Teresa and the cousins where she's like, I just don't want you in my life anymore. And that, that was hard for me. Jersey's a mess, honey. Yeah. And, and where's that element? The, what makes the, it a mess is because it's real. It's families. It's real. It's going to come back. I mean, Melissa and Joe don't speak. I mean, it, it's the difference with Melissa and Joe and who, Teresa, that's over. I'm telling you, it's not like Kathy and Kyle. They're done. They hate each other. It's just done. They're not going to, it's not reconciling. That's my honest opinion. That's sad. That's really sad because, you know, their parents are gone. They don't have any other siblings. It's just the two of them, right? Yep. And those kids, that those are their aunts and uncles. And the kids are involved. And apparently next season, Teresa's daughter comes out and reveals, which is, we've all known for years that, Joe, the brother, took out his second mortgage or third mortgage on the parents' house and defaulted and lost the parents' house, which is kind of a known thing. Wait a minute, Joe? Allegedly. The brother. Joe. Joe, no, Joe Gorga, Teresa's brother. Allegedly, oh. the rumor is took out. This is apparently what one of Teresa's daughters brings up on camera next season. Allegedly that he took out like a third mortgage or whatever it is on the parents' house and defaulted and lost the parents' house. And Teresa's now saying, you see... Everyone says what they want about me, but I've been protecting this secret forever. And now you all see why it's not me. It's them. It's a, but it's really like they've all unfollowed. It's like, I, I really think it's over. I mean, he's, he's already said my comedy career is going to last longer than her marriage. They've but, hated- but if the show ended, if the show ended and they had two years of like, you know, living in when when this is i and you may think differently i think that when these franchises when this eventually ends and there's no more cameras following them and if nobody signs them to another tv deal and they just go back to their life in their place in privacy people will forget about every damn one of these people oh i don't disagree with that yeah Every one of them, and it's, it, it's, you know, not, they didn't have 15 minutes of fame, but it's not going down in the books is like, that was like someone who gave you some award-winning performance in mind. You know, you just want to take a picture with them, you know, because they were some great person. And it's more of like the people that take a picture with like freaking Cato Caitlin. Sorry, I think I, I, think I was, I was, I'm like, I think I have a picture with Kato Caitlin. I've tried to get Kato Caitlin on this very podcast, but you understand that he's on brand for this pop culture podcast, Catherine. Catherine's looking at me like, okay, but I agree with everything you said. I mean, you look at like, okay, like there's the LVPs, but even that, but you look at all, all the other housewives, they're still out there. If some listener right now ran into one of them in the mall or something, they would scream or the airport, they'd want the picture. But the general world, you know, that has faded for the people that are off the show. So it's going to happen to everyone. Of course. And there'll be another, there'll be another reality show that comes on in the same way as that it's like, you know, a, 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 a musical artist that you love and you're screaming and you have a crush on them and you, you know, fight to get front row seats. And as soon as that person stops making music in the next 
Justin Bieber, whomever comes out, now your crush is on that person and you're fighting for front row for that person. And the one that you had the crush on, you remember it fondly and all those were great times, but that's just not where you're at anymore. I mean, listen, it's not, we have a lot of, you know, 20 something listeners, but we have a lot of listeners that are in their forties and fifties and sixties. Even someone wrote me the other day, it's in their seventies, which I love. But so people have seen these things come and go. I don't know why everyone has lost sight of this, that I'm, I'm going to rip the bandaid off. Real housewives of every franchise will be gone one day. It'll not be anywhere on any TV show. And you can go into the archives and watch it just like you want to watch the, like I had Jack Osborne on the other day. I was talking about it's coming up. He was like, you can't even find our episodes that, that readily anywhere. I'm like, that's a shame. Cause you are the first family of Kardashians. Oh, their their whole life to you guys. But that's another story, but I hate to break it to everyone. This is going to be gone. Gone, 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 gone. I don't know if it's tomorrow, five years from now, but I mean, the real world is over and and American exactly. Idol. Remember when 40 million people watch Kelly Clarkson and Carrie Underwood? It's still on, but it's not a thing we talk about really anymore. Housewives who, is just- Who was the curly-haired kid? Who was the curly-haired kid that was on um, with Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson's- Well, he was on- You know what I'm talking about, right? um, I know because I've interviewed him on the Behind the Velvet Row podcast, Justin Guarini. Right. If, I, if Justin Guarini walked down the street and I saw him, I would say like, I don't know where I know him from. I, I probably couldn't even place it. I could but, place him, but I understand your point. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not saying that, I mean- for sure, the the LVPs, the Teresas, the Bethany's, the Renas, the Kyles. Yes, but is it to the point where someone's going to be like, oh, I love them. I love their work. Hate and, to tell you, no. And to <laughs> me, even if someone's saying like, I love you, I love you, look, Someone, one housewife I'm friends with says, you know, don't ask, she's like, she said it on the show, like, you know, the worst thing you can say to a housewife when you meet them is you're my favorite. Cause she's like, I'm your favorite because you want a picture and I'm standing in front of you. And you've probably said the worst things about me online. You probably really hate me, but here I am. So this is more about you and your social media than me. Cause tomorrow you're going to see another housewife and that will be your favorite. I'm like, that's a very... When when I did this the season and Erica had called me uh, F and C next Tuesday for I don't know what oh for telling LVP that she said that she was a sniper or whatever. Um, I remember saying I was mortified that she said that right like who I I'd never heard anyone say that about me to where I, I I saw it with my own eyes and I was like what the hell. And, you know, I think Erica was ahead of the game and had bots back then. And I remember saying to LVP, like, I, I'm, I was like embarrassed at like, how do I respond to something? And I, it's funny because I said the same thing that Garcelle said in my blog. Remember when they used to have people write um, whatever, like every week on the website, yes. you would have like your little thing. Um, I remember saying, there's nothing that I could say that could make Erica look worse than she already made herself by saying this. And I remember like being upset and talking to LVP about it. And she's like, darling, don't worry about it. She said, celebrity trumps everything. No one is ever going to be mean to your face. No one is ever going to, and it, it was true. And whether people hated me for, you know, saying what I thought to, to Erica or not, 
no one ever said a word to my face like that ever to this day. Even now when I do these things, and I'm sure there's people that are like, I was, who the hell is Catherine Edwards? She doesn't know anything. She should just shut up. Whatever. You know what I mean? It's just like. Well, not uh, these listeners. These listeners like you. I'm telling you, they like you more than anyone. I've gotten 8,000 DMs that are like, oh my God, she's back. And I'm like, she was always going to come back eventually, guys. It just thinks <laughs> take a minute. Like I, I can't, I can't turn away from the train wreck. We have to talk about it. But no one, yes, no one will be rude to your face. But I, I wonder, like Lisa Rinna. Now that's the thing. Now, first of all, Rinna's not so accessible when she's walking around. She has what you were saying. Like she's not, and that's the thing. Her versus Kathy. Kathy is from the Paris Hilton. Kathy engages. She will stand there. I mean, I've seen videos like, Par- you know, p- p- that Paris will take a picture with it, every single person. If it takes two hours, she will literally do it. I and love that. Until her people that. are like, okay, you are supposed to be at like Stern and fight. Like you have to leave. Like they will literally have to drag her away. She will, Kathy, from what I've seen out in LA is kind of the same. I think that's probably where Paris got it from. And the funny thing is, is that, that's that's why your fans love you and, and are endeared to you. It's and the, 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 the meanness and the villain and all those things. There's always going to be another mean person, another asshole, another person who says things that shocks you. And you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe she said that. And whether the, the people in the world love those people, there's always the, you, you're never going to be the, the favorite villain forever. But if you're the favorite nice person, the favorite person who took time out of your day to, to spend some a minute with someone and make them feel good, they will remember you because that's nice. They will. That's nice. And that's the other thing, like maybe, you know, my whole thing is. Right. Even if, you know, you're walking down, you remember it. Oh, there's Rena. There's Rena. Remember her from 10 years ago on Housewives. My whole thing is like, what now? Like look again maybe like you said maybe you've made enough money and it's invested or but like what are you doing now like what is your plan like look qvc if you're selling stuff on there i don't know to what the numbers were that's like a real business right you're producing something you're selling it that is sustainable like rent a lip kit although someone told me itself like don't flatter herself like it sold horrible i don't know i thought it sold well but i don't know i'm just making that up but someone's like no someone was showing me numbers on it that's shit and no one and not that it's shit but like the numbers horrible but like right like so when this is over for lisa and it will be for like what now like is there enough money like do not need to because what is your plan because like garcelle like cynthia bailey from atlanta she's gone on to do real things like i said because she hasn't acted a crazy fool and people used to say cynthia is so boring well now she's on e and she's hosting like she has an actual paying job in the industry like I, and Garcelle has a movie she's now, or she's part of some TV show. It's not like right. on ABC, but right. Like Garcelle's employable. What is Rena? There's no, I don't think she's employable as like, an, I don't. Don't you think it's ironic that last year we were saying that about Erica, like what could she possibly do? She could do OnlyFans. Um, she can do OnlyFans. Yes. She could, she could make a killing doing that. She could make a fucking killing. A she should do that. She should do that. Wow. I can't believe that I just thought about that. 
I mean, I can believe it. You're Catherine Edwards. You think of everything. And that is why this conversation is not over. Listen, we have to look ahead to next season. So Catherine is going to be back for one final time, you guys. I mean, not one final time forever. She's going to be back in the future. But for our Beverly Hills chat, we have just a little more to cover. We got to wrap up the reunion. And then we got to talk about Denise and Camille and Kim and everyone else that could possibly be coming back. Heather Dubrow, let's scratch below that surface a little bit. We talk about it all, and we just talk about what are the ramifications of this season and where do we go. So for one last time, Miss Catherine Edwards is coming back. Stay tuned. Is she still your favorite, guys? Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.